podcast, Greater Than Yourself, Season 4. Do you have an idea for an episode or a question about sobriety, spirituality, 12 steps, or sponsorship? Email us at podcastgreaterthanyourself at gmail.com or contact us on Instagram at podcast underscore greater underscore than underscore yourself or doctor underscore silkworth. Okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to a podcast greater than yourself. I'm John Barleycorn, and with me today is my co-host. Sylvia. And with Sylvia and I today in my clumsy introduction is our beloved guest clay clave clay f clave not my real name clay is not my real name <laughs> i'm not clay i don't like that word really yeah what, I an think odd, of guy in what, what an unfortunate set of circumstances that the judge made you go by clay yeah it's rough <laughs> i didn't bling up my ankle monitor <laughs> It says girl power out of no. Do you have a sheet that you that you have to get signed by us that says that you went by Clay on this podcast? Yeah, I sent you the PDF. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. The email verification. <laughs> yeah, just just, just a, there's a ID me thing and all kinds of stuff I didn't do. Uh so what's going on, man? How are you? Oh um honestly, do you want to know the absolute truth? Sort of. <laughs> I'm I'm Better than I've ever been in my life. That's awesome. That's terrific. I feel incredible. Life's incredible. Um, Despite the fact that the world is insane Mm -hmm. and terrifying. Oh, hey. Outside issues, okay? (laughs) Um, I live in a world and um, that's peaceful and not toxic. Whoa, controversy. Whoa. And you asked how I was doing, and I'm answering. That's it. That's how I'm doing. That's I'm doing great. great. That's great, man. Yeah. So, what we're doing, uh, even though all three of us in, in this room know, I'm just going to reiterate because there will be people ostensibly listening to this who are not the three of us. I don't know. Maybe unless you're listening to every episode that I release with you on it uh, 700 times or so, which mm-hmm. you're not. You're not right. I don't even listen once. Okay. <laughs> didn't think so uh yeah so so what we're doing is some little bite-sized episodes this season called burning desires Um, Desires. yeah the steamiest of bite-sized episodes excellent where we invite somebody on the show to just kind of uh share whatever's on their mind and we'll have a little discussion about it so of course you came to mind you are, um, I was just about to start piling on a bunch of praise, but I already did that before we started recording, so I don't have to do it again, do I? Are you going to make no, it, don't do it again? It. No, don't. Yeah. Again. <laughs> now that the red light's on, start from the top. <laughs> so yeah, what do you got for us today, man? I mean, what to talk about? I mean, what's in my mind? What's on my mind is always kind of the same thing, which is, um... It makes me very sad the amount of people in Alcoholics Anonymous that are suffering needlessly mm. because um, the message is so skewed. 
mm-hmm. and backwards um that um it's kind of like um is what inspires me to do so much of what i do mm-hmm. because i uh suffered for such a long time and believed so many things that uh very well-intentioned people had told me that kept me sick and prevented me from being able to follow my heart and become truly empowered and truly reliant upon God. So this is the thing that I think about all the time. Um, I kind of can't help it. Um, it doesn't, um, usually I deal with humor, um, makes me ineffective, you know, citizen in some ways <clears throat> just because it causes me to focus nothing on nothing but my own demonstration. I know that's all I can do, but it's just, that's what's on my mind mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always want to talk about that. And it's hard to talk about it in a way. Cause if you're really carrying the message of AA, you shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, if you're, truly, if you're truly carrying the message, usually you're not saying anything. Right. No, you just you just you know in, in in music there's a direction called arrest which means don't play anything mm. you know that silence is exactly as important as the sound the spaces between the notes identically important mm. and not playing is a, it's an action in that way and that's normally what is the most loving helpful thing to do is just not play anything so so i don't get to talk about this as much as i am thinking about it Mm -hmm. simply because it's usually not helpful in any way not that this is going to be but usually talking about it's just not helpful it's just pointing the way instead of the finger is what ends up being helpful right So like, um, the, I think in sponsorship, a lot Mm -hmm. of the time when there's somebody who I work with, who has been around in the fellowship for a while and heard a lot of the stuff that you were kind of talking about at the start there Mm -hmm. and tried that stuff and found that it, you know, they were confounded by it, not helping them, not being useful to them. Um, and then they meet someone in the orbit of like solution, big book people, and they go through that process and then they're recovered. Oftentimes, uh, when I work with someone like that, there is this feeling of like, I need everyone to know, and I need to be the one to say it (laughs) that like, there's actually a thing that you can do called the 12 steps there's directions there's all this stuff and this other stuff you don't need to do it um and and it, it might actually be bad for you right um and the the need becomes one of like uh, proselytizing yeah. a evangelicalism sort of thing um yeah, yeah which which you know i i i watch um with so i watched that from a place of having done it myself years ago Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. having 
seeing how ineffective it was that I was, you know, doing that. Now, mm-hmm. you and I are both people who have podcasts where we talk about this stuff, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. this. So mm-hmm. I get, uh, I get, I guess maybe the dichotomy of, of having expressing this opinion about it, but in one-on-one sponsorship and in like meetings and fellowship stuff and talking with people who ask me questions about AA, this is very much the line that I tell of like, it's not my business to go try to save the world and tell people they're doing things wrong. Um, I feel like the podcast is a different, like this, you have to come seek out this podcast to hear. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, you don't have a captive audience, you know, right, Dude, right. you know, if you want to listen to it, great. If you don't, that's fine. Right. You know, and I say on mine and I know you speak the same sentiment that I'm not, I mean, I, I really don't feel like I'm, you know, I'm just one ding, ding, ring this bell. It doesn't matter. It's like, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I know the book says like, don't be a reformer. Don't be an evangelist. Don't, don't talk from any kind of hilltop or moral high ground or anything. Don't do that. It's fucking annoying and it's not helpful. Right. Fucking irritating. People who sound like I can sound at times irritate the shit out of me. Right. I never want to be that guy who's like, the thing about it, hey, shut up. <laughs> shut up. You know, shut up. Yes. I don't care. Oh, this guy's got time and he's like, thinks he's wise. And I'm not wise. Mm-hmm. And yet, I've learned every single thing I've ever learned by doing everything completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. And now I just feel a moral obligation to just share that as often as I can. But yeah, it's hard to. On here, you can be. I know I've heard one of your shows where you were like, I am John Bartikorn. I do things correctly. No one else does. Everybody turn off all other, you know. Hang on. Audio. I, need a, I need to make a note to erase that part and then cut that out real quick. <laughs> I am John Barleycorn. Hear ye, hear ye. No, I, I, yeah. The, the sort of like uh, eighth grader <laughs> version of what you're talking about. <clears throat> I was actually thinking about this yesterday. I think a lot of my spiritual awakening and my spiritual growth that's come from, you know, there's this page 88 thing of, you know, the book sets out these directions for God to discipline us. Right. And it, mm. and it talks about in 84 through 88 talks about what that generally, what the results will be of that process if we apply that process. Right. Mm. And for me, uh, a lot of it is really simply boiled down to like the ability to sit across from someone and shut the fuck up. Yeah. But while they say crazy shit, <laughs> Huh? Oh, yeah. that, that really deeply bothers any given part of me in, in any number of ways um, yeah. and just sit there and hear my mind panicking in like, you know, fear or self-centered anger or misunderstanding or like fear for them and for what they're talking about. But just sit there and just observe that and like be present and hear them and really listen to them mm-hmm. and not give them unsolicited advice 
um, and ask them if they want to hear my thoughts on that. And if they don't, then don't not giving them, you know, like a lot of the spiritual growth that has happened to me as a result of the daily application of particularly step 11 Mm -hmm. is the ability to consciously effectively see that I am often more useful by not crowbarring in my thoughts into any given situation. Absolutely. I mean, I learned that um, by first asking myself what my motive was Mm. in talking. Am I wanting to say something to shut this person up because I'm annoyed? Am I wanting to say something because I want them to do it my way so I'm not irritated? Or am I wanting to actually help them? And that took a while mm-hmm. for me to like untangle in me and get really honest with myself and realize that a lot of times I was talking for selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. And when it came down to, I really want to help them, then it started to be well, what actually helps them. Does unsolicited advice help them? Right. No, I don't think so. I've seen, I mean, I, I have irritated people to no end. I've chased people away. I've had people like please me for a while and then turn their back on me and blank. I mean, it's like people do what they want to do. Mm. And if I really want to help them, it's doing exactly what you just said, which is just actually listening to them. Not from like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm planning what I'm going to say, but actually listening to them, you know, now you know, I don't want to sound like one of those guys I was just criticizing, but page 19, it's like most of us sense that a real tolerance of other people's viewpoints and a respect for their opinions are attitudes, which makes us more useful, helpful to other people. And that's something to practice every day. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is you earn ears. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like as I'm going through the day, I have all kinds of, you know, I'm passionate, I'm opinionated, I have all kinds of, you know, shit going on, and it's quiet because of this. It's quiet in me because it's like, where is God right now? You know? If I show up, I'm not helpful. If I show up, I'm opinionated, I'm arrogant, I'm not helping anybody. So, um... You know, do I really want to help them? And then I'll look and this, I'll look at this person. I'll literally imagine that they don't have ears. <laughs> if somebody's mad, they don't have ears. Right. If somebody's like, it, they're loving themselves, they don't really have ears. <laughs> I know from my experience with being on both sides of this countless times, you know? Right. If somebody's like, usually people don't, uh, bottom line, usually I look around, people don't have ears. Mm-hmm. So whatever. So just shut up. So just just elevate them by making them laugh or or making fun of your you know what I mean like laugh at no one's expense mm-hmm. and then every once in a while when you do that I have noticed that every once in a while somebody will grow all hurt in someone's ears right and they will say the golden sentence which is what do you think <laughs> then you can actually help them. But I'm asked that very infrequent. <laughs> I actually so I don't really think. enjoy that. Like, I mean, not 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 being asked, but 
The anxiety that John was talking about when you're listening to someone just like completely unload and, uh, mm. you know, um, you know, prior to going through the 12 steps, uh, I was very driven by fear, um, put a lot of pressure on myself to have all of the answers, to have a response, regardless of what someone was throwing at me, unsolicited advice. Mm. I mean, I had all of it, right? And today there's just this piece with, I don't have to do anything. There is no problem for me to solve. Yeah. At the top of this, you were talking about the world is fucking crazy. And that's fine. <laughs> you know? Um, what's my role in that? That's right. Like, what is happening right now? You know? Um, and and that is a piece just that I that I've never known. It's not something that I can articulate, you know. I think if you've experienced it and you hear this, you'll be like, fuck yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I can't tell you what what page of the book it's on or any of that, but I can tell you that is my experience and that is a result of going through the 12 steps. It's page 69. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, it's beautiful. (laughs) Sorry sorry for immediately cutting you off with a joke. Very beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful share. Thank you. That's great. I forgot where we were for a second. (laughs) I was just, the whole time you were talking, I was planning the page 69 thing, so I just... And immediately show what a, a garbage lying asshole I am. No, but um, I, love, I love what you shared just now. So <laughs> yes, yes, I really do. It's beautiful. I'm not going to make like a sexist, aggressive <laughs> <You> idiot. <laughs> no, Mark, this will be the one like, time he doesn't do a four-minute episode <laughs> with everything John's cutting out. Unlike John here, I see you as an equal spiritual being. You know, just to what you're saying, you know, you know, just. <laughs> I mean, you opened the door when you said it. I can't tell you what page it's on. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I got it. <laughs> honestly, I do. I do. I mean, I'm, I'm making light, but I, I do love what you shared. It's like mm-hmm. you can't express this to somebody who hasn't experienced it. And right. my role is the only thing that met, like what what space am I creating? What world am I creating right now? What is my job? What am I doing? Right. The, uh, so <laughs> the, you know, uh, okay, come on. It's a humor podcast, so I'm going to crowbar a little bit of that in occasionally. I'm going to try. I like you use the word, I like to try. Use the word crowbar. I like Um. So when I said the eighth grade version earlier, what I'm referring to is like, so what you said, Sylvia, is like, Obviously, <laughs> that's a more uh, spiritually founded version of what I was thinking about. Um, but it's it's like there's like a spectrum, right? And part of that spectrum is definitely like um, I can hear somebody saying stuff. Okay, perfect example. I know both of you guys have been to a certain group. Clay, this was probably years ago that you last went, and you think you went one, once with me on Zoom. Uh, I remember. Yeah. I know you're... <laughs> <laughs> That's all you had to say, and he's like, oh, I know the place. And, oh, yeah. And this is a room full of profoundly misinformed people <laughs> and a lot of sickness on display being presented as uh, recovery. You know, those are kind of like, I guess, I don't know, the general description kind of niceties um 
and like I, I I'm able to sit in a setting like that and react to my internal like uh, judgmental reaction to that um, with human understanding and this is this is exactly I think what you were talking about Sylvia and, and just be like well when it's my turn to share in this meeting I'm just going to talk about the solution and what the problem was what the solution was and that it's available to anyone and I'm just going to say that that's all I'm going to say I'm not going to be like you know, because there would be other people who would come to that meeting and be like, I am Bill Montgomery, a recovered alcoholic, and everyone in here is wrong. You know, it was just like, whoa, whoa, slow down. Do you do you really think you're making that sound attractive? You know what I mean? Like, is that, you, do you feel like you're helping? And I think that, again, I've I've been there, I've done that. And I did think I was being helpful because this is... <laughs> you know, like saluting uh, some weird flag with a circle and triangle on it. This is the one true way or whatever, right? Um, but uh, even in a setting where I'm being asked like, okay, hey, come share with us, right? Beating someone over the head with some kind of dogma is still unsolicited advice, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's sort of like the spiritually, like the spiritually founded version of of this sort of ability to sit quietly and observe and take things in and it's funny because there's there's another and this is like the eighth grader version there's another aspect to it where i'm just like you meet so many kooky people in in 12-step fellowships i mean it's just like there's some kind of people who like have have no business being in AA right like they 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 need something else (laughs) like some a whole bunch of something else probably right several other something else's um and I've had the and I'm curious what you guys experiences with this are I've had the experience where there's there's several reactions that rise up in me with that um there's like a fear-based I need to figure out how to get out of this situation kind of thing that will come up occasionally. There's uh, while this person is really legitimately uh, like clueless and, and like somehow I'm managing to not laugh during this, like that kind of thing comes up, which is like the eighth grader kind of idea. Um, there's like a scrambling. How do I fix this kind of, you know, there's, there's all these different things that will come up. Um, but the fact that like I'm this uh like hopeless drug addict <laughs> I didn't used to smoke airplane glue or anything, but um I used to do a thing where I'd like have like two beers and be like, Cool, now let's inhale all the inhalants in the house, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just like uh let's go to the head shop and buy five cases of whippets. Um we'll have a seizure and then we'll do more. Uh, so like, I, 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 I come from a place where like when I got sober, I was such like a pill hog that like, you know, my, my brain and my body were fucking weird for a while, even after I was recovered. But, and, 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 and like, like the, you know, I had to have meds and just all kinds of stuff. Right. I had like all these like crazy obstacles in my life, like emotionally, 
psychologically, spiritually. And yet, like, this simple process and this daily framework for letting this power discipline me has taken me to a place where I can just, like, uh, baseline, no matter what else happens, I can just not react to the stuff in my head, you know? And sometimes it doesn't even come into my thinking, you know? Um, and I think this kind of... The yarn I'm spinning here is that I think that this really goes back to your initial statements about like there's there's fundamentally a misfire in the fellowship where a large group, a large portion of people who come to AA don't hear that you can experience things like that, that you can have this thinking that drags you into misery just removed from you without you trying to remove it. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think a lot of people do find peace in like finding a group of misfits. Like, Oh, I found my people. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, that's the end of their seeking. Mm -hmm. I found this fellowship right. and we're all oddballs and we're all here. We've all, we've all had the same step one experience or whatever. And like, you can hold on to that, you know, you can find community in this place. Mm. Um, but a lot of people do stop there, right. you know, and I think what you're saying is like, there's so much more beyond that. Mm -hmm. Um, and we feel compelled to carry that message. Um, and a lot of times it's just not heard because there's like just a lot of noise around us, you know? And I try when you're, you know, we're talking about people saying crazy things. Like I, I'm one of those people, you know, I am every day. I am just trying to figure this out the best mm -hmm. that I can. And, and I hope that I'm not saying anything to offend anyone, but I'm not under the guise that everything that comes out of my mouth is like the message or like the right way to do something. Right. And I hope right. that people have compassion for me where I'm at today in my understanding. That's right. Um, and I'm only trying to be helpful. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like if, if what I am saying to someone isn't helpful, um, then, you know, disregard it completely. And mm -hmm. if I wake up and I realize like, Oh fuck, that was really not helpful. That probably set that person back or that wasn't very considerate of their feelings or like their thoughts at the time or whatever, then I owe an amends. I know what to do, mm -hmm. you know, because of that, right. that plan that you're talking about, John. Right. Um, so if nothing else, my life is better because I have like that blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I, I mean, the first meeting I remember being at, uh, there was a guy who spoke for 45 minutes and I remember one thing he said that, that didn't even apply to me at the time directly. It was about a freeway system here. <laughs> and he said, he said, <clears throat> he said, there's traffic on the 405, but I don't have to drink over that today. And that was the most profound thing I ever heard in my life. It's mm -hmm. not in the book. Mm -hmm. It's not. <clears throat> and then later on, I could listen to something like that and be like, what does that have to do with, you know, with coming to shut up. <laughs> right. I don't know who needs to hear what. I don't know. Right. If I had a recording of every share I've ever had, I would want to kill myself. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like posts from 10 years are all the evidence I need of that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> thank God my shares aren't recorded in meetings. I know, it's right. like, I'm not bottom line, no position to judge. Right. So, um, just as a closing question here, uh, how many times I know that over the years, three, <laughs> three. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say three. Too. <laughs> We're going to cap it at three. <laughs> um, I know over the years that you have had 
Um, you know, Sylvie and I have had in our infinitesimally less time doing this than you. Um, you have people who are like, they contact you or approach you or whatever. Like, I heard this thing that you said in that meeting last week or on your show or whatever. Um, how many times has that happened where it was like a thing that you even remembered that you said? You know what I mean? Where it was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every time it happens, you're it, like my experience. I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, I, did I say that? It doesn't sound a lot of the time. It's like, that doesn't sound like something I would mean to say. Um, and I think yeah, that's a different thing. The things I remember, like the things I, I, I think were not helpful that yeah. make me feel sick. Yeah, well, you know? I think the 405 guy is a good representation of, like, maybe that guy didn't even mean to say that, or, do you know what I mean? Like, there's been things I've said from a podium where I'm like, when it was brought up later, I misspoke, but the person who brought it up to me, it, like, really hit a chord with them. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, cool. Like, I'm just like, it. it's further illustration of, like, it has... It's when you, three. When you said, like, you alluded to this idea of carrying the message without saying a single word like when you talk about that to me that is the most important thing that that has happened as a result of the 12 steps for me because there are people who have no idea that i ever hit any kind of rock bottom with drugs and alcohol and recovered from that and do aa stuff let alone right. a fucking podcast or whatever but right. when they see me they see a physical and emotional and like they see a change and they react to me differently. Right. And to me, my understanding of AA is not that I really need to be super AA guy at AA. It's that, you know, this is a thing that's going to influence everything I do in my life. And that's because it's not really about AA. It's about God. It's about this relationship I have and developing that. Right. I'll stick to my answers. Three. <laughs> I, I love that. Good, good ratio. I love that, John, because often when I think about like um, the person that I want to be, my ideal, it has so much to do with just being silent and being at peace and knowing like just knowing that I don't need to react to everything you know it's not fear like driving all of my decisions mm -hmm. and the more I'm able to do that the more like it changes the way people respond to me and mm -hmm. interact with me and it's more evidence I have that I was the problem in those former relationships <laughs> right? right because if I change my behavior then I get a different response from the world right um, what's that? What's the musical term that you used, Clay, for that? What's the what term? Like where there's just silence in between the bars. Arrest. Arrest. Oh. Yeah, she's like, I thought it was going to yeah. be something better. Yeah, that that means something different to me. I don't know if I'll use that, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Perfect. So three. You're sticking with three. I mean, um, I did want to talk about the fact that you're drinking Waterloo. Oh, do you like Waterloo? Waterloo is the, the first non-GMO sparkling water, and 
we discovered it while we were camping a couple of years ago and it is the best by far and I'm, I'm telling people about it and they're like and eh, it's all the same stuff we ran out of waterloo last night and all we had left was the bubbly mm-hmm. and it tastes like shit compared <laughs> to it does so just don't put this in the show or anything. Oh, Waterloo. this is going to the show. You mean this, this is, is hot, the entire this is burning hot desire. Part. Yeah, this is a hot this part of the show. has been brought to you by Waterloo. <laughs> water. The world's first non-GMO sparkling water. No, it's just, you know, it's just, I mean, I mean, to summarize this from my perspective, it's just like, because the traditions are so loving and everybody can be an AA and there's no right or there's no wrong and there's no anything. Anybody's a member if they say they are. For that reason, AA meetings and AA is just like a mirror held up to my face. Whatever I'm looking for, I'll find. If I'm looking for bullshit, I'll find it. If I'm looking for the voice of my higher power, I'll find it. If I'm looking for a lifelong friend, I'll find it. If I'm looking for somebody to hook up with, I'll find them. I mean, it's just if whatever you're looking for is there. Because A is so beautiful that everyone's invited. Right on. Awesome. Thank you so much for doing this with us. Thank you. I apologize for spacing. That's cool. I'll uh, expect a form, more formal amends. Okay. <laughs> I'm, writing, I'm writing my scripts now. <laughs> Sit, will, you, will, you, will you mail me the physical note card this time? I will. Yeah, I will. I knew you were going to ask that. Yeah, and use the right <laughs> template this time. That's very important. I, yes. Hold on a minute. Let me just... Can I stay on for a few more minutes and just fidget around on stuff? I know you guys aren't in a hurry. <laughs> um, it was really nice formally meeting you again, Sylvia. Yeah, you too, Clayf. Clay. I love what you, I love what you uh, shared. I really do. And I love you. It's great to see you always. Love you, brother. Thank you for joining us, man. Thanks for having me on. All right. We'll we'll talk soon. Maybe I'll send you some stuff to record goofy voices on some fake commercials. Oh, I'd love that. (laughs) All right, man. I'd love that. See you fuckers later. (laughs) Later, brother. (laughs) This has been a podcast greater than yourself. Podcast Greater Than Yourself was created by recovered alcoholics. All involved in the creation of this podcast are active members of Alcoholics Anonymous who wish to carry the message of our own recovery to those who still suffer. We do not claim to represent Alcoholics Anonymous. All comments are from our own experiences as alcoholics who have recovered by following the directions for the 12 steps found in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. Thanks for listening.